You're listening to episode 22 of Scaling Up. Welcome to Scaling Up with personal brand and freedom stylist, Elizabeth Hartke. Each week, Elizabeth brings you the tools you need to create a life of true freedom and fulfillment by scaling and monetizing your personal brand. Get clarity, become a leader in your field and make an impact that pays. Grab your favorite healthy smoothie or beer and let's get to the show. Today on the podcast, we have someone that is going to get us moving in more ways than one in both our bodies and our businesses like we never have before. Dr. Jen Esquerre, you might know her as Doc Jen Fit on Instagram, is a doctor of physical therapy. She's ranked as one of the best fitness trainers on Instagram by Shape Magazine, and she's been featured in some of the best magazines like Self, Men's Fitness, muscle and fitness. She is a legend in this space. And you, like me, may have seen her speak on some of the world's most sought-after stages or probably heard her on a podcast or two because she is just constantly being asked to share her incredible insight and value. But this woman, she is thinking outside the box. She's created a massively successful online business and has a following that proves it with well over a half a million followers on Instagram alone. But what I love about Jen is that she has decided to do things differently. You don't really see many physical therapists slaying it on social media, creating online courses, and making an even bigger impact than anything she could have done inside of a physical therapy practice. And on top of that, she is just constantly giving value. You have to follow her because Every single day, you're going to learn something new that is going to serve you so much in finding mobility in your body and in your life. Have you guys heard of her mobility method? It's an online course that she created, and it's literally revolutionizing how people move and heal their bodies. And today, we get to talk to Jen about the power of mobility in both, like I said, our bodies and in building a successful business. Let's do it. Okay, so today on Scaling Up, we have the pleasure of having Dr. Jen Esquerre on, and she is Doc Jen Fit. You might know her on Instagram. I first started following you, Jen, I don't know, it had a year, two years ago, and there was something that kept bringing me back to your Instagram feed, and I would seek you out on podcasts, not in a creepy way. (laughs) Just, I felt like I was gaining so much value from everything you shared, and I don't think I fully understood the importance of your mission. And it didn't really hit me until I was sitting at Brendan Burchard's High Performance Academy. And I heard and felt you speak about the power of mobility. And I'm certainly not claiming to be an expert in the sciences. And that's not my background, but I am a researcher and I geek out on this stuff by nature. And I've become obsessed over the past handful of years on optimizing my body for my health and my energy for peak performance and entrepreneurship. And I feel like this is a step that we often think we can skip as entrepreneurs. Like our bodies don't matter because we're too busy hustling, but it's actually that foundation upon which we build our dreams. But beyond just the physical nature of your content and your programs, I see you bringing so much more value into the world as an entrepreneur and watching you crush it online and live authentically and in abundance and speak your truth. So I want to dive into that stuff today, and I'm so happy to welcome you onto Scaling Up. So thanks for being here, Jen. Thank you for having me. I'm excited. 
Awesome. So tell us, uh, we want to get to know you better. So give us a bit of your background story. What led you down the path to physical therapy and then kind of beyond that to do something on your own? Yeah. Physical therapy for me, it was just, I I didn't know exactly that I was going to be a physical therapist. I just knew that I loved the body and continuing to learn about it. Like I loved anatomy in high school. And then I was coaching gymnastics and I loved that aspect of helping gymnasts and taping ankles and doing all these other things. And I got into Pilates and I just knew that I loved the study of human movement, which is what I did in undergrad, which is kinesiology. And from there, I started to explore. So I started to become a physical therapy aide and kind of see what that process would be like. And I really fell in love. I loved watching a physical therapist watch movement. And I'd always be like, what are they watching for? Or like feel movement through their hands. And I just, I love the process of being able to take someone back into their own body and just facilitate the path. And so I wanted to continue to dive into that, which is where it took me into physical therapy. And it was actually in physical therapy school that I started to get involved with this group of movers that did calisthenics and acro yoga. And that's where my Instagram started to grow. And it wasn't until I graduated that I decided maybe I start educating. Maybe I start telling people that I actually know about the body, not just what I can do with my body. (laughs) And I started to push that and it's just grown into this beautiful platform that I'm able to inspire and empower people from around the globe into their own bodies, creating now programs that allow them the tools to dive in even deeper than what they can do on my Instagram one minute video page and just continue to to dive in and explore and empower other people. And the fact that I can do that from a platform on social media and work with people around the world as a physical therapist, I'm like waking up every day in a dream. Yeah, no kidding. And you can see it through one of the things I absolutely love about what you do that I think is so different than what some other people do who are trying to build their platform on social media. Even if they do have a powerful mission, they're not, they don't understand what it means to just continually give value without expecting anything else in return. I mean, I saw you give, give, give for a long time before you ever had an ask of anybody ever had a program to put out there. So it's such a incredible way of just living and living in your truth and sharing what you have to give. And then it, it rewards you. That's how you build something so successful. I want to kind of pick your brain about this whole mobility Mm -hmm. concept, because as someone who's, I've had five major knee surgeries. I was starting my first one when I was 15 in high school, I was an athlete ACL reconstructions, MCL, PCL, everything. And I have had now three babies and I'm starting to feel like the residual effects of tendonitis. And by society's standards, with all that stuff kind of under my belt, I feel like the world would say, I could just chalk my body up as a loss and kind of wave the white flag. And 60 pounds ago, because I've lost a lot of weight and kind of taken back control of my health, I would have agreed with that. And I did. Like my knees were kind of my wet blanket of like, yeah, that's why I can't get back to athlete status. And you said something that stuck with me and will stick with me forever because it embodies a mindset of that like limited way of thinking and living in the lack. You said something along the lines of, excuse me if I butcher it, but (laughs) you need to stop waiting for someone else to heal you and it's time to heal yourself. And I felt like that was just a punch square between the eyes that I needed of like, oh my gosh, it's time. Like I have to take control of me. So 
What would you say to someone who kind of is in that place in their life where they think this is just how it is? I would say there's always the ability to adapt and grow, especially if you were born with this capable, (laughs) able body. There's no reason that it doesn't have the ability to adapt. That's what's so amazing about our about our bodies is that we have so much that we can change and that we can grow into. And I mean, I, I talked about this whole conversation at the speech that you listened to me, and it talked about even our external conversation. So what we get put on to us through genetics and like what we're told just gets passed down in family lines, that gets put on to us. And we're like, oh, this is just a part of me. When really we now know that we have the ability to change the function of our genes based on what we do in our environment. So we're not even limited based on that. And then I have so many people that come into me and they're like, oh, well, my mom has plantar fasciitis, so I have plantar fasciitis. And I'm like, it actually doesn't work like that. (laughs) Pain diagnoses don't get carried down generation to generation. What you've seen in how your mom walks or, you know, some of her compensatory patterns that she stands in, maybe you picked up some of those and that's why you're now down the line having the same experiences of pain. But it doesn't mean that because someone had this pain experience and this physical therapy diagnosis means that you're going to get it. So I think it's just coming back into the fact and the reality that we're actually responsible for everything within our body. We're responsible for taking the control back and having the power in our hands to be able to change and manipulate things. And knowing that that gives you so much power to be able to move into different things. And I get like surgery after surgery after surgery, it could feel so daunting (laughs) to be like, but I can't, like my body is literally not allowing me. And that's where I would say, okay, let's stop focusing on the knees and let's look at the bigger picture because your body works as a whole. So how can we take pressure off of the knees? How can we not put our focus on this one area and open up what, what you do have? And that's another thing that I like to talk about is like we focus on what we don't have, right? What we are limited in rather than what we do have, rather than saying, well, my ankles are working pretty good. (laughs) My toes and my feet work well. So what if I work to open those up even more so I can take pressure off of the knees? Or what if I work to open up my hips even more so I can take pressure off the knees and so that I can move more, so that I can work out, so that I can do these different things. And when we start exploring the body as a whole, rather than by parts, we realize that we have so much more available to us. Absolutely. And that is so good because I feel like it's so relevant, both in the the physical nature of us as humans and in this space where so many of us want to grow and improve in our lives. But it, it also is so poignant and spot on speaking to the entrepreneurs who want to go next level. Like we always focus on the lack. We always focus on what's missing, what's hard for us, what hurts, what's painful, what's a struggle instead of looking at the areas where we do already have that abundance and ability. So that's so spot on. And I want to pick your brain about some of the business stuff you did to bring your business online. But before we do that, can you tell us a little bit more? I've loved watching you kind of launch and talk about the mobility method and the optimal body. Can you share a little bit more about that and how that came to be? Yeah. I mean, really, it was just observing my audience over time. So I knew that once I graduated physical therapy school, it was actually a scary thing for me to be like, okay, let me start educating now because I felt like a fresh 
graduate, I felt like, what do I know? But at the same time, I didn't want to just post these fitness inspirational things because I knew that I had more to share and I wanted people to look at me in this light of being a doctor of physical therapy and knowing the body. And so I just, I got inspired by my friend Vinny Pham who created Myo Detox and he encouraged me to start posting things that I knew my audience would like. At the time, I did a lot of handstands, so I was known as Jen the Yogi. (laughs) And so he was like, just start posting about the body and education based on yoga. And I was like, okay, even though I don't do yoga, I can understand the body in terms of like, if you want to get into the stretch or avoid this pain, here are some things that you can do. And so I started to lean into that. And I noticed that it picked up even more than my fitness videos. And I was like, whoa, this is crazy. For me, this is basic information. I thought everyone knew it. Yet to find that more people were coming to me, more people were watching it, I was like, okay, let me just lean in. And so I continued to listen to my audience. Like, let me lean in. What are they liking? What are they gravitating toward? And that's how I also knew that over a year of doing educational videos, people really liked the foundational videos, which was mobility. Like if I talked about a pain area, whether it was the knee, the foot, the shoulder, anything, I always started the week with a mobility and then would go into corrective exercises, strength exercises, skill, because that's how I see it built upon. Like it's the same way of a kid doesn't crawl or walk or start gaining strength until they put their toes in their mouth. We literally have these developmental stages when we're babies of gaining mobility before patterning on top of that. And it's the same within our bodies that we should continue as we're adults. We need mobility before we start strength training in order to avoid pain and injury and actually perform at the level we want to perform at. And so the fact that people gravitated toward that more, it was just, it made me so happy and it made me understand that like, okay, I can give them a whole toolbox of what they can create within their own bodies of mobility so that they can do it on their own. Because I also started to realize as the platform of Instagram started to grow, algorithms were changing. Who's actually seeing my one minute video? Who's actually saving my one minute video and, (laughs) and getting value out of it? And how could I provide more value outside of this platform that could be taken away from me at any time? Instagram is not mine, you know, and I have friends that lose their Instagrams and that lose their social media platforms because it's not theirs. And so how can I create my own thing that is mine and that actually can help people? And so that's what I wanted. I was just like, I'm going to do an online program. Didn't have an email list. Didn't know what I was doing. (laughs) I knew how to create amazing content on social media, but I didn't know how to translate that onto an online program. But I just decided I know my audience wants this. I asked them, I polled them. I sent out a survey where people could fill out and say what they wanted and mobility just continued to come up. And I already knew that because I was observing my audience as well based on the value that they they were getting, the videos that were getting more traction. So I already knew. And so I was like, okay, let me just, this is perfect. This is the foundation. This is a tool that I can give people. So I decided to create an online program for the mobility method. And it's just the way that I got picked up again, like you said, because I've given so much value through the years that when I did have an ask, it blew me and my friends out of the water with how much people gravitated toward it, how much people received it. It was such a beautiful experience. Yeah, that's incredible. And I want the people listening to really take so many of those nuggets you just shared of how one, you just started, like it wasn't, uh, I have to have all my ducks in a row and I have to be, you know, collecting all this information before I can take that first step. 
you listened to what your audience needed, wanted, was receiving well already, and then you created something that they were asking for. And, you know, so there was this level of testing your audience and and finding out where you could add more value. Because when you create something that they need and that they want, it's not even an ask. It's a need and you're filling that need for them. And that's why it can be such a successful opportunity for you, but also for your, your audience and your clients to get something that they're looking for. So tell us about the launch since we're on it. What was your first launch experience like and how have you launched it multiple times? Like how's your experience been with that? Oh man, that first launch was incredible. I was also, I must say, I was in a personal development program at the time as well. So there was so much that was coming out of me that I was just like stepping into and growing into this confidence of what I wanted to say, how I wanted to say it, and not feeling like I needed to hold back. And so if you want business to grow, I think you get to grow in personal development in a huge way as well. So I will just preference it with that because I was in such this light that getting on lives and promoting it didn't feel like promoting. Right. It felt like speaking into what I truly believe and what I know can help people. So that was amazing. And so I sat down with Lori Harder actually before I decided to do, I, I had seen these challenges go into launches. And I knew that's probably how I can get my audience to get on board with what I'm talking about and get give them a little bit more value in longer form than Instagram before I launch into a program. And so I read Jeff Walker's book launch. I reached out to Lori and asked her if she would help me, which she graciously agreed to and sat down with me and just kind of went over how she sets up her challenges and when she promotes and gave me some great nuggets and good ideas. And so I decided to launch a a free challenge. I had no idea how to do Facebook ads. So I was like, let me not even worry about that because I'm just figuring out how to put a sales page together, how to put emails together. Like I don't know anything in this space. So let me not try to put on something else on my plate that I can't figure out. And so what I did is I just asked for support. So I made these Instagram story ads with about my free challenge and just texted so many people (laughs) and asked my friends, would you mind putting this up in your Instagram and sharing about my free challenge? No pressure, no worries. If you don't feel comfortable, all good. And I had like 95% of people agreed to support me. And it was a free challenge. It wasn't about my, my program. And so people put it up and shared for me. And those were my ads, (laughs) you know, was my friends supporting me, which was amazing and beautiful. And I get, I think sometimes we get scared to ask for support as well. Right. And that was, that's the only way that I was able to put this launch together was ask for support, ask, reach out to Lori. And that was scary for me, like to ask for this huge thing. And then to ask my friends to promote my challenge and see what would happen with that. And from that challenge going into the launch, I was like, okay, 100 is going to be my goal, 100 sales total for the week. And I blew that out in the first day. And I was like, what is happening? (laughs) Like, it was just such a crazy experience. And I continued to get on lives and I continued to promote that entire week, not to promote it again. There was this connection that I was feeling. And every time I talked about it, people understood it more and people could connect to why I created it and how it would help in their lives. And 
through each of those Instagram lives I was doing, people just kept saying, I get it. I'm in. And I felt this connection. And to feel a connection through a live screen where I'm not really talking to anyone <laughs> was was so weird. But I, in, in other launches since, I've had this experience of when people don't get it, I feel the disconnect. And when people get it, I feel the connection. So I'm always like, how can I shift my language? How can I, how can I connect to my people and to me? Because it's not about the sales. It's not about the money. It's not about the, the product. It's about connecting to the message, connecting to the why, and connecting to my audience, to me. And that's how I know that results are going to come when I'm able to tap into that. But they don't come just based on this idea or this expectation of the result I want. And I mean, that's been my, my biggest guide, my biggest win in all of this is the connection that I felt and the value that people feel from it is what drives me and the results come from that. Yeah. And what would you say is your why? Like what is pushing you? Like you're obviously successful in this. You've kind of got a groove going. It's working. What's keeping you showing up when you could just put your courses on evergreen and kind of create some content here and there and just sit pretty? Like, why are you still in it? Because I, I see the value that people are getting from it all the time. And I just want to continue to push this message of, I don't fix you. No one else fixes you. I mean, yes, if you get a surgery, you have an accident, something like that, someone's fixing you. But in general, like our idea and our mindset behind chiropractic work, massage work, physical therapy, all these things is that we go to someone because they're going to fix us when really that's not the reality. No one else fixes you, you fix you. And we're just here to facilitate that path. And if I can give you tools to help facilitate your path and increase your awareness of what your whole body is doing, then I know that I'm tapping into something that can improve longevity, improve your health, and just take back the worthiness of your body to move into and to start to understand and learn. Because I also realize that although people are coming to me for pain, it's not pain that's the problem. The problem is that they're neglecting something within their body. And so I want to bring them back into the awareness of what they could be neglecting in order for them to start to heal and move into their body and take appreciation and take the control back into someone else's own hands. And I'm going to continue to push this message forever because it's so powerful when you start to lean in and you really start to do the work for you, not for someone else, not because someone else is telling you to, but because your body is worth moving into. That's freedom. You know, that's freedom that so many people don't realize that they don't even have. And, yeah. and kind of speaking on that note, since so many of the people that listen in are seeking that freedom in their life as far as entrepreneurship and building the business and having the income, but they're kind of neglecting this piece of it. What would you kind of tell to those high performers or those visionaries or those entrepreneurs that don't understand that like mobility in your body and in your life and your business, it's a sign of growth. It's a sign of life and it can't afford to be neglected. Yeah. I mean, with everything, we need balance in life and we cannot maintain at this high energy, high push, push, push. It's the same way of like, you can't be the only one in your business doing everything. You have to have a balance of other people coming in, other people taking the rein, other people contributing in order for this thing to grow. You have to pass it off to the team. You have to create balance within your system. And it's the same within our bodies. So usually when we're getting stiff and we're 
it's because we're not moving enough, right? We're not creating variability in our life. We're sitting at desks all day long. Maybe we got a stand-up desk. I'm standing right now. And that's great to go from sit to stand. But at the same time, we're not putting our joints in their full range of motion. And we're not creating true balance. So balance isn't just sitting to stand or walking around. It balances actually moving into your body and allowing it to go from this high stressful state to this low parasympathetic state. So it's the same idea of like, when someone scares you and you, you take a deep breath in and everything gets really tight, you know, that's kind of where your body lies when you're at this high stress state. Your body only knows if it's going to be stressed out, it's going to continue to be in this like protective guarded mode. And so even if you started to move, it, it wouldn't matter if you're still in this stress state unless we learn how to take it down and turn on this parasympathetic state. The reality is like, way back in the day, we used to have balance in our life because we moved and and ate and worked according to seasons, according to the weather, according to, you know, whatever it may be. So you had these moments of high stress, have to get my food, to low parasympathetic, have to rest and relax because there's not as much food. And our bodies naturally knew how to shift into these different states. Now we kind of stay at this high state, especially when you're an entrepreneur, especially when you're wanting to create. So we have to actually implement tools in order to learn how to get us into this lower parasympathetic rest, relax, digest state. Because if we don't have the balance between the two, we're never going to maintain and, and be able to create longevity in our health, our lives, and our business. And so the first step to mobility that I tell everyone is actually turning, tuning into the breath. Because again, turning on that rest and relax, we're going to stay in this super tense state. It's like the person who's like, I stretch my hamstrings every day. I roll out every day and nothing changes. And it's like, but have you changed your state within your nervous system? Because unless we change that, yes, mobility is going to be like this and on guard and tight and in protective mode because that's where your mind is all the time. So what I like to do is just kind of placing the hands on like the low rib cage area. And almost you can like kind of squeeze a little rib cage too. So you get some feedback into your body and into your brain. And then take a, a slow breath in through the nose and feel your hands kind of expand. And the belly expands, the rib cage expands out to the side and then breathe out nice and slow. It can either be from your mouth or from your nose. And when you do this and you slow down your breath, you start to tap back into that parasympathetic. You start to turn on the rest and relaxation state, even in like a meeting, even in traffic, even in these states where you're like getting super overwhelmed. You can teach your body how to turn on this rest and relax, which is so powerful because then you don't stay in this high stressful state. And you're able to tap into more mobility just through the breath, just through decreasing inflammation. Because the other thing is when we're staying in that high state, when we're staying in this like go, go, go mentality all the time as well, we're telling our body that we're just always in this permanent high stress state. That's going to release more cortisol throughout the body, which increases our sensitivity to pain. So you can have chronic pain like the people who have chronic headaches, chronic upper trap pain, I just need massages all the time, chronic back pain, all these things that are chronic because you've taught your body how to stay in that position. We're not teaching it a different way of being. And so when we're able to rest, we decrease that sensitivity in our nervous system in general. We decrease our awareness of pain. 
And so all of a sudden we're able to tap into this different layer and improve mobility and go into the flow so you can focus more, concentrate more. The other thing is when we breathe in and out through our nose more throughout the day, we actually increase the amount of nitric oxide that gets into our bloodstream, which, in, which causes vasodilation, meaning that it's going to open up our blood vessels and allow blood to flow from our brain into our extremities, into every area, because that's going to get more oxygen. We're not going to focus very well if we're not getting more oxygen into our brain. So if we can breathe in and out through our nose more so throughout the day, we're increasing the oxygen that we're getting into our brain. We're taking our body into that parasympathetic state. We're improving our, our tolerance to carbon dioxide within our body, which naturally releases more oxygen into the bloodstream. So there's so many benefits that we can get just by starting to breathe in, throughout, in and out through our nose and stop breathing up and down from our shoulders. Because our, our breath shouldn't be going up and down like this, and we shouldn't be holding in our stomachs. We should be relaxing in our stomachs, expanding from the rib cage, and actually tapping into that rest and relaxation state more so throughout the day, especially in your stressful states. I, for a minute, got lost and forgot I was <laughs> hosting a podcast because I'm like, tell me more. <laughs> like, this is amazing. <laughs> I'm going to be going back and listening to our recording so I can take take actual notes because I, I love this stuff because it's so pertinent no matter what you're doing, whether you're an entrepreneur, you're a stay-at-home mom, it doesn't matter where you're at. This is so relevant to quality of life, to tapping into your potential in all areas. So I love that. And I love how you tie in to everything that you seem to do that mindset and gratitude piece of it, because you can nail the phys like, here's a stretch, go do this stretch. But if you're not becoming the person who you need to be to be able to loosen up and open up and and live differently and believe differently it's you know it's kind of a waste of your time so i love how you tie that piece in and how you mention that when all this really started for you you were not just learning about business you were doing the personal growth side of it and that the the seminars and the things that were helping you expand your mind so you could then bring this value into the world so Speaking of business, I want to talk, let's start with Instagram because I know that's what, like, that's the glamorous side of business. That's the place where they can go follow you at DocGenFit and see you have over a half a million followers and say, oh my gosh, what did she do? Like, did she just go viral? Did this happen overnight? How do I do that? What's the formula? But yeah. um, can you tell us kind of that progression and what that looked like and, you know, what you've learned along the way? Because we all know it doesn't just happen magically. Right. It definitely doesn't happen overnight. Now I'm, I'm going on to almost five years of being on Instagram. And it started purely just for family and friends. Like my handle was Jen underscore ES underscore care, because that's how you say my name, Jen is care. <laughs> and so it started just purely for family and friends. And just along my journey, it's expanded into so much more clearly and the only way it's grown is through collaboration. Like that was what got me started on getting followers is that I met this calisthenic community and this guy started posting anyone within the calisthenic community. And all of a sudden I was like, oh, so I just do fitness things now. <laughs> like a lot of people are showing up to my page all of a sudden. And so it was through these collaborations and meeting other people and being like, oh, it looks like you're interested in the same thing I am. Like, 
do you want to work together? Do you want to do something together? And being open to share across platforms, being open to say like, hey, this is what I've learned from this person. This is what I've learned from this person. Or this, is, this is who I'm working with today or whatever it may be. And be able to collaborate together and share has been the number one thing that has helped me to grow. And I tell people all the time, like, just because they're in your space doesn't mean that you can't help each other out. Like when I first launched my program, again, I go back to my friend Vinny. He was just so supportive. He put the link for my program in his bio and he had over 500,000 followers. So I was like, that was incredible amount of support to have someone not only just share my free challenge, but he shared my program and put the link in his bio. Like that was insane. And he's a physical therapist. But there's no scarcity. There's no like, oh, well, if you're doing this, I'm, I can't share it or I can't do it as well. It's like, no, there's room for everyone. And people are going to relate to you on different levels. So collaboration, finding people within your tribe, within your community, within whatever it may be. There's so many ways that you can, you can collaborate, you can help each other. And it's about providing value for the other person as well. So if you can provide value for someone and then maybe they can exchange in some kind of way, it's just you want it to become natural too. Like everyone I've collaborated with, it's because it's, it's real for me. It's natural. I support because I want to support. And there's a real bond and I pr- appreciation of the other person and what they're creating and doing in the world. So that's my number one. And then number two is that, you know, the more information you give, the more you build credibility. And the more consistent you are, the more you build trust. Because if I'm going to show up every single day providing value, even if you see it, if you don't see it, you know that you can trust me to deliver and continue to deliver. So I build trust through consistency. I build credibility through pushing all my information out. Like I've had several friends when I was building be like, but I, what if I share all my information? Then people are going to have it. People are going to steal it. And you're like, people steal things all the time. We have to get out of this mentality of like, this is mine. No, you recreated the will from something else, which is okay because you do it in your own beautiful and unique way. So just continue to push the information that you know, push the information that you learn because the more that you do that, the more you build credibility and reliability with who you are and your brand and your message. And the more people know that they can rely on you to get help, to find value, to buy your products. So for me, it's just... I think innately, a lot of these principles have been driven into me from a gymnast, (laughs) having to show up consistently, do the work, do the hard work when no one else is watching, you know, for hopefully making it and, and doing well in competition. But I created this platform purely and grew it purely out of what value can I give for other people, not knowing that I was going to create a business out of it, not knowing that I was going to create programs out of it, and just wanting to, to show people that they can do it. And I'm super grateful because I have been able to share more of my personal self and people are gravitating toward that as well. And I'm open and I'm raw and I'm real and people can take it or leave it. And, and I appreciate the ones who stay. Yeah. And I I love how you, you know, you led with your mission over the money and the money came. You infused that heartbeat into what you believed And you created something from that. And a lot of people come at it from, what product can I create that will give me something versus what's something that I can create that will serve more people? And the ones that do it, the latter, 
they are the ones that they get it. They're, they remain passionate about what they're doing. They actually have a mission they believe in and they are mm-hmm. fighting for that mission. And as a result, the bonus of that is building something lucrative and long-term and something right. that you know rewards them financially or personally or whatever it is. And I want to hop back to what you said about collaboration. May I please point out that you weren't sitting there waiting to be discovered. You were literally asking, like, ask and you shall receive. I think so many of us sit here and say, I'm going to put this content out there and someone's going to share it. Like, why isn't anyone sharing my stuff? We are going out there. Like, I reached out to you and said, hey, we would love to have you on the podcast because we know what incredible value you have. And our circle of people need to hear what you have to say. It wasn't like you reached out and said, hi, I'd like to do you a favor and hop on your podcast and talk to you. You know, so like we have to be willing to ask and put ourselves out there. And, mm-hmm. you know, I love how you mentioned that. So can we go a little personal too? I, I yeah. love the fact that you are so authentic and raw and real. And it's not just sharing about the next stretch. It's what's true to who you are in the moment. And and you add value in so many ways. So can you talk to us a little bit about that shift from maybe sharing more of just like the, here, these are the physical moves to talking about abundance and living authentically and speaking your truth, even though your truth might be hard to speak? Yeah. Gosh, for me, there was just such a, a big pull. I felt like I was authentically speaking it before, not realizing that I was in a bit of a delusion, I would say, for me, coming out of it. So I didn't know that it wasn't a real experience. For me, it was a real experience. This was I was sharing a partnership. I was sharing bits and pieces, but I wasn't allowing myself to fully share myself because I don't think I'd stepped into that yet. And it was actually leaving a relationship that I felt so much pull to be able to share my journey, my healing, my words. And I was just actually going through this morning because someone had reposted one of the, the things I had written during this time. And I then went back and kind of read what I had written throughout it. And I was like, oh my gosh, there's like so many powerful lessons here because my mission is always, I've always said, listen to your body. Your body knows. If you eat something that just doesn't feel good, your body will tell you you probably shouldn't be putting that in your body anymore. Or if you're moving into something and you feel restriction, your body is telling you, this is tight, this is restricted, I need more love in this area. And so what has happened and what's beautiful and become is that my message has just gone deeper. And it's listen to you. What is that energy pool? What is that? Do you feel off in this situation? Do you feel like this person, though they might seem genuine, are you feeling something that is just not connecting? And that's not wrong. That's not about the person, but it's about you and learning how to trust deeper into you. And that's what's opened up for me through coming out of a long-term relationship and being like, oh yeah, there were so many things that I wasn't listening to. There were so many times where my intuition was like, I don't know, this is not right. This is not aligned, blah, blah, blah. And I just kept saying, no, but what if? No, but there's a possibility, there's a hope. And, and I wasn't truly listening to me. And so be able to step out and be like, oh my God, I could listen to me. I can trust me. I can trust what my gut is telling me and what I'm feeling and what I'm experiencing. It was such a big pool of freedom that I wanted to share it with other people. 
because this is a huge lesson that I think we we get wrapped into a lot of like, well, my gut's kind of telling me this, but I'm not sure. Maybe I'm not open enough. And we we kind of almost get manipulated in these different ways of listening to other people over listening to ourselves. And this can go in business. This is a relationship, friendship, anything, you know? And when we're able to tap in deeper and say, you can trust you, what are you truly feeling? Not what is society telling you? Not what is someone else telling you? But what are you truly feeling deep inside? So much can open up and come out of that. And that could be something that is detrimental to business to something that thrives in business based on who you do partnership with, based on who you pull into your business. So all of these things, when we just really start to tune in and listen to ourselves and listen to and trust that inner knowing, then I think we just will be so much more aligned in the world because you gravitate toward people that you're aligned with then and you will create business with people you're aligned with and it will all work out much more beautifully if we can start to listen and tune in. And so it was a message that I wanted to continue to share. And I was open to continuing to share my healing journey as well through it because there were so many people that were coming to me and either feel shamed still for experiences that they had that were similar or didn't feel like they could talk about it or felt like, oh, well, this just happens to everyone. And I'm like, whoa, conversation shift. How can this not happen to everyone? How can we lean into more integrity? How can we lean into more honesty and truth and vulnerability, real vulnerability? And so I just felt compelled and pulled to share. And I'm grateful I did. And I'm grateful for the connection that it's continued to make with my audience. Yeah. I had no idea that would happen. It was scary. (laughs) I bet it was scary because you know that when you share that truth, you're also going to get it's not going to be all rainbows. Like you're going to get pushback. You're going to get the people who are going to fight back against what you're saying or have their opinions. But when you start to tap into your heart and you start to live from that space, mm-hmm. it doesn't matter what other people say because all of a sudden you've found peace in knowing who you are. And I think I'm sensing a next course coming from you. Maybe like, this is like, it's so in line with mobility because it's like, know. you know, you're helping us tap into our bodies, but then this is like, okay, there's a next level to this. If you, if you're willing to go there, because sadly, a lot of people are never willing to go there. Mm-hmm. They, they live a half truth their whole life and you know, we get one shot at it. So thank you for sharing that piece and continuing to share that message that so many of us, especially as women, we, you know, we need to be reminded of that. Um, yeah. And you're kind of paving that path and, and being the brave one to, to, to step forward and inspire the rest of us to do it too. So we're grateful. And thank uh, you. something I like to ask everyone that comes on the podcast is a couple quick questions. So who inspires you? Like who are some people that either inspired you in your journey to in business or in mobility or in living your truth? Just who are some people that you've turned to in your life for that? Oh man. I feel like there's so many different people in other areas, which I'm also grateful for. I have amazing, amazing people around me. I would say, you know, my family has been some people who inspire me on a daily practice, on a daily basis is like, my grandma always showed up authentically, fully herself. She was a big presence and a lot of people got to see her and she spoke her truth no matter what anyone thought. And she was just a badass. <laughs> and so for that, like I'm, I, I want to always embody that. I always want to bring that in because she was just such a 
big open presence without needing, you know, all the money and the job and the status and the power. It didn't matter about any of that. She just spoke from authentically where she was coming from and she showed up in huge ways and she got a big support because of who she was. And so that I appreciate, I embody. My, my immediate family continues to practice loyalty, integrity, leaning into the uncomfortable and what they can learn and how they can grow and how they can support and what true value is. And again, I don't, I don't drive for money and success and power and status. And, and sometimes I think that's almost coming from this sense of lack of like, oh, I need, I need to know this person because if I don't know this person, then I'm not going to get to where I, I want to go to. And it's not necessarily true. And in some, in some instances, I get like, you have to know people and you have to network. And at the same time, I would say, lean into the people who are in alignment with your values. And that's what I continue to do. And that's who I continue to reach out to and I'm inspired by. So I would say there's tons of people in the business space. Like Natalie Jill Fit is a huge person I'm inspired by. She continues to lean into what is real and authentic with her. And she's continued to transform on that journey. Gosh, who else? There's so, I, I just there's like so many people that that continue to inspire me. Vinny Pham continues to inspire me because he just is authentically him and, and continues to lean in and help people in that way. And I've learned from amazing people like Shantae Cofield and people that continue to inspire me in the physical therapy world as well. And then people who just continue to show up time after time in in who they are in themselves. And I'm so incredibly blessed with amazing support, amazing friends around me, and amazing people who continue to show me and push me just by being who they are. Yes, absolutely. And you are that for so many of us. So Thank you. That, that's a gift. And when you are looking to grow in different areas of your life, whether it be business, you know, entrepreneurship, health, fitness, nutrition, anything, faith, authenticity, what are some of your favorite things to turn to? Like, are there any favorite podcasts you listen to or books that you've read or seminars you take courses you've done? Like, and just know a lot of people are always looking for new resources. So what are some, some of your favorites that stick out in the journey for you? The personal development program that really helped me was in San Diego and it's called Ascension Leadership Academy. That's something that has helped me level up in so many different ways. I already, I I also did their mastery course with Michael Strasner, who Michael Strasner's book is incredible. Living on the skinny branches, I believe is what it's called. So that's a, that's a great one just to get a little insight on who he is and his mindset. That's been a huge one. And then I bounce around from different podcasts based on, you know, a lot of people are like friends that I, I know and that I respect. I like learning from people on I would say Almost 30, Lori Harder, Love Your Truth podcast. There's so many different ones that I just like, I kind of bounce around. If I really want to nerd out, I also go to uh, Dr. Rhonda Patrick. I love hers, which is like super nerdy. So that's for people who want to get real nerdy with me. (laughs) And then, you know, as far as like, there's always been different journeys, right? So You Are a Badass was a book that I will recommend to everyone. I mean, that's such a amazing one again to start stepping in and leveling up. And then through my healing journey, This Is Me Letting You Go was a huge one. And I quoted a lot from it and people really resonated with a lot from that book. And then for myself, it's really journaling. So anytime I have some experience or something that's coming up for me, journal. It's been huge in my life, taking a bath and taking personal time for me where I can just zone out and put on music and relax. 
sitting down and reading, and then meditation. Yeah, all incredible. And I definitely have some overlap with some of the people that you mentioned because amazing people are amazing people. And yeah. once they put their value out into the world, that's where they start to serve and you start to hear about them more. So thank yeah. you for sharing those because I know people really appreciate that. And where can people come find you? I mean, I know you're at DocGenFit on Instagram. Where else are some good places to come find you? I'm literally DocGenFit across the board. So website, YouTube, I will be coming out with more content on YouTube. That's dropping very shortly. Facebook, I'm DocGenFit as well. So really across the board, DocGenFit. Awesome. Well, I can't thank you enough for taking time out to just share your heart with us. And I just... I am so confident that this episode, when it launches, is going to touch so many lives and help open people's eyes to what's possible. And that's kind of our our mission here. So thank you just from the bottom of my heart, Jen. You're such a gift and you shine such an incredible light. And I'm so glad that you never let anything or anyone dim that because we're better off for it. Thank you so much for allowing me the space. (laughs) (laughs) Take care. Thanks so much for hanging out with me today. Before you go, make sure you take a minute to subscribe to the show so you don't miss out on all of those amazing fromies, freebies for my homies, obviously, and content that we're creating just for you. And if you like today's episode, can you help us out and help us get this in the hands of more people by taking a screenshot of today's episode and sharing it with your friends, tagging me, passing it around on social media. Guys, we've got to get this mission and this movement out there to more people so that they are living their purpose and living out their dreams and getting paid for it well too. I'm also so thankful for all the amazing feedback we've been getting in the reviews. So if this podcast is helping you grow, take a second and go review us on iTunes and be sure to check out today's show notes for more details and takeaways from the show. Until next week, guys, keep scaling up.